You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. It's a little. It's a little cool. It's not as hot that as usual. It was a healthy sip. It was a healthy sip because it's not nine hundred degrees. Number one, which <laughs> I like it hot. It's, it's cooling off a little bit. I don't have my trusty um, uh, Yeti cup today. It's yes. right out of the Tim Hortons. Right out of the yes. Tim Hortons cup, my friend. Right I there. See that. So. You can so see it, they can't see it. but We're recording a little bit later than usual, so it's 2nd Timothy, mm. not 1st Timothy today. Oh, no, this is this is 3rd Timothy. We wrote a whole <laughs> new chapter. <laughs> whole new book, whole new experience. Yeah, it's a little bit later in the well, afternoon. We tried to do this in the morning. That's appropriate because what we say isn't scriptural anyway. That's true. <laughs> so it may as well be 3rd Timothy. That's right. <laughs> if we happen to stumble upon scripture, it's by qu- sheer coincidence. <laughs> uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing incredibly great. Yeah, you look good. New year, new start to a year. We've had some good yeah. good events going on, so we're good. we're going forward with some new stuff. Good, good, good. I am gearing up. Um, I am hitting the road here in the next uh, couple weeks. I'm preaching locally uh, this week and next, and then I'm headed to Kentucky. So uh, that will start 40-plus weeks. I've got 40 40 weeks right now, 43 meetings, I think, in those 40 weeks. And then uh, I've got a couple other ones that are just waiting to get back. So it's going to be a great year. It's going to be a great year. I plan on about 45 to 48 weeks. I say 48 because it usually ends up being that with, you know, a little bit of in-between. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. good, good. Awesome. How's the weather in Columbus, Ohio? Not bad. I mean, it was in the awesome. 60s yesterday, I think. We hit 60. Ooh. But uh, it's colder today, mid-30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cold today. We've had rain. We've had snow. We're supposed to get some sleet, uh, possibly some hail, then freezing rain. So it's going to be quite a, quite a week, quite a weekend. Wow. It's going to be great. No wonder the motto for St. Thomas is we have it all. Yeah, uh, our our motto is you don't want to live here. <laughs> That's our motto. <laughs> we we call it Sin Thomas. Maybe we'll change it to Snow Thomas. I'm not sure, but I say No Thomas. We just had an opportunity to spend a few days in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and Amen. it was awesome. So a few Tough days together back. before we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A few days together before we're separated for a very long time, so it was nice. It was a little cool, but man, when you can walk on that beach and see the sun, it just—it's awesome just to see the sun. So that was really nice. So you know, that is that is very interesting. I didn't think about that aspect. Um, you you all are doing quite a few couples conferences now, and yeah. so yeah, the whole point is, how do you guys? Get along well. Well, you're gone for forty weeks, so you don't get into the arguments. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly it. And this never fails. I, I shouldn't tell this, but it never fails. But whenever we get ready to do one, it's like we always have some kind of little row, you know. I just, <laughs> I'm getting on our nerves or I've been home too much or whatever. So, And the question is, how how can we do these conferences when we have disagreements? I said, well, welcome to the real world. Welcome to helping people get through real problems. So... I said, baby, we've been going for 30, this is going on 38 years. I said, we're doing okay. If we can make it to 40, I think we'll make it the rest of the way. So uh, she said, as long as you keep on the road for 40 weeks, we should be able to make it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've it been married almost me. 42 years, and now we're finally getting to where we really like each other. <laughs> I know, getting accustomed to each other. I just don't like it when everybody says, when when your wife gets to heaven, she's going to get a special reward. I'm like, what What are you talking about? What What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, she's well, that's get not unscriptural. That, that's an unscriptural statement because there's nothing in the Bible about living with a reprobate. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> If the unbelieving depart, but I believe, so we can't depart. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. Hey, speaking of being married 42 years and 38 years, we have been in the ministry coming up very soon on a total of 80 years. Yeah, you years. graduated in May, and I graduated in May. So uh, right. it'll it'll start, I'll be 42, and you'll... Let's see. No, you'll be. No, no, no. I'm coming oh, up on well, forty. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be a little more, maybe, but something like that. Eighty years, eighty plus years of ministry. All right. When and did you start at Cleveland Baptist? I started right after, um, right after graduation. Yeah. What of year? Nineteen eighty eighty four. Okay. Eighty four. I graduated in eighty two. So that's, yeah. yeah, so it'll be 41 and 39, so then. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, wow. Something like I that. was a whole yeah. two years of experience mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. ministry whenever I had my own assistant. Yes, <laughs> yes. I know, man, the things you taught me was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable is right. Nobody would believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew how to... St- to uh, fire a spit wad until I met you. <laughs> you <laughs> I learned twenty nine ways. Never pulled a practical joke until you met me. No, I learned twenty nine <laughs> ways to get out of work. Twenty nine. Oh ways yeah, to get out right. Of work. That's what I learned. <laughs> so listen, eighty years. Somebody, somebody wrote in and asked us. Yes, here. After eighty listen. years. I'm getting into yeah. the mailbag. Oh, th- oh, thanks. <laughs> well, okay. it's electronic, so I'm not quite sure why your computer's wrinkling like that. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is from Brother Springer. Hey, friend, hearing your introduction for the Tim Talk this morning gave me another idea for a podcast. Dan is saying in August it's time to change your introduction. Well, I was wrong. It's May. I just explained to my son that in August, I will be out of college for 20 years, uh, just a kid, and now mm-hmm. have my doctorate. He asked me if I know what I'm doing yet. And of course, Brother Springer's son is a pastor too. 
and I said sometimes, not really. Would be an interesting podcast to discuss how often you do or do not still feel like you know what you're doing after 80 years of ministry between you. Yeah. Just to clarify, his son is not a pastor. His oh, son is quite young. I'm thinking of yeah. the other guy. Yeah. Sure. I was thinking of the guy in Wolverine, guy. Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Oh, okay. That's him. Then yeah. I'm thinking of somebody. Um, sorry. Sorry, Brother Springer. Yeah. Brother, Spring, Brother Springer's uh, in his, uh, I would say, mid to late 30s. Uh, and his son that he's talking about is probably about 15, 16 years old. Oh, okay. I think if, I, if it's the one I'm thinking of. So, yeah. yeah. So that's time. So anyways, great question. Do we, do we know what we're doing? Apparently by this podcast, no. <laughs> we don't. We have no well, clue. <laughs> I guess you'd have to start with, did we ever know what we were doing? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, there are days, I think everybody in ministry, I, there are days when I think, man, I got this. Whew, man, I got it all figured out. And then there's days when I think, what in the world am I doing? So I would say that somewhere in that ballpark, I think for the better part, I feel comfortable in that I've got a lot of experience some good, some bad, but I've got a lot of experience, and that experience has taught me a lot of things, and I've learned a lot of things, but I learn new stuff every day too. Uh, I'm learning a lot from younger guys. I'm learning a lot from guys that are pastoring through COVID, and on the other side of that, I'm learning a lot from guys that are dealing with new um, situations of sin that we've not dealt with so much in the past. I'm learning a lot that way too. Yeah, um, well, let's see. Hopefully, I'm always learning the Bible, but I feel very comfortable talking many, many times with about doctrine. You know, I feel like I feel like I'm fairly entrenched in what I believe in doctrine because of learning, not just because of being there and keeping this somewhat the same position. But uh, I feel very stable in in the doctrine, so I, I look forward to talking Bible with people. I really do. Not like uh, a debate, you know, kind of thing or matching of wits. Just I love sharing the scriptures, and um, so whenever somebody will have a question in ministry, you know, maybe a member of my church or somewhere else that I'm at, um, I feel very comfortable because. Many times when somebody's asking you a Bible question, you probably, you know, after 40 years, you've, you've pretty, probably had covered it at one point or another. And mm -hmm. the more common questions, you know, were, were much more, uh, you know, capable of answering those. Uh, although every situation, you know, is different because every person is different. But when you're talking about doctrine, um, you know, I, I don't think that I've changed much. I've grown some, but I don't think I've hardly changed much in forty plus years. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe I have changed doctrinally. I have changed some of my standards. Um, some things that I used to be very, very adamant about, I'm not so adamant about. Um, some things that I thought, you know, you should never change or never mess with. I've learned that. Some of those things can change without hurting your doctrinal position and and your character. Uh, some of those things, uh, I I do feel like 
I have much more life illustration and example to give. And, and that's just that's just a natural thing. You know, when you first start out, it's hard for a young preacher. Most of them use illustrations that are in a book or, you know, maybe a few life illustrations. But once you get married and start having kids and start, you know, advancing in the ministry, you get those illustrations that help. Um, I think for me, I've been able to put together a better understanding of the Bible in totality, where as a younger man, I kind of had sections of it figured out and kind of just added to that as I went. So I think that that's something that I've learned over the years. Uh, and I find that I, I enjoy helping younger men answer questions and go through some of those things. I, I think all older guys do. We want to share experience. We want to help other people. And I, I love when younger guys contact me. I just had a guy today. Uh, we were texting, and he said, hey, got to ask you something. I love that. Love it. Amen. So what book in the Bible gives you the most difficulty? Oh, man. I'll tell you mine right off the bat. Go ahead. Habakkuk. Go ahead. Habakkuk. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, uh, it, it, I mean, it really is difficult figuring out which prophecy and which time frame is that right. is that talking about. Right. I I um, struggle a little bit with, yeah. Zechariah. Yeah, those, those Old yeah. Testament books. And just for our listeners in Canada, uh, here in Canada, we say Habakkuk. Habakkuk. Really? And so the Habakkuk. Yeah, Habakkuk. Um, so, uh, yeah, those Old Testament books are definitely tough. The book of Daniel, though I've studied it and do understand it, I still at times have difficulty knowing what time period he is discussing and how that ties into the book of Revelation. I've, I've not done as much study in that aspect of Daniel. I've, stu- I've studied more of you know, his stance and the first you know, six the chapters. faith of the... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. rather than the last six, yeah. Exactly. So I would say that's probably an area that I should do more study and have more study in, uh, especially in this day when I think we are seeing more and more prophecy uh, coming true and, and fulfilled in, in our lifetime. Uh, that would be an area of study I'd want to do. I've always felt the most inadequate um, in prophecy. You know, I mean, that that just is. I know some people, it's their thing. You know, I mean, they, right. and they're drawn to it all the time. I guess probably because of being an assistant pastor for 20 years, most what I was dealing with, you know, bus director, youth director, most of what I was dealing with all the time was the practical issues of life. And so, right. you know, I feel like right. I've done much more studying and much more, you know, um, examination on that area of our Christian walk rather than just prophecy. I don't want to say just, but uh, in Mm -hmm. only only prophecy or primarily prophecy. So I have to really study a lot to feel comfortable whenever I preach a prophetic message. And of course, when Mm -hmm. I don't study much, I preach a pathetic message. So (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I find (laughs) that I, I did a pretty in-depth study on the book of Revelation. I actually took a year to go through the book of Revelation, and I did a kind of a conference on it, uh, a couple conferences on it. So I really I really did some in-depth stuff on the book of Revelation. St- still not where I want to be with that, but I have a pretty good grasp. Um, and I found, I found that when I was pastoring over the last 30 years that 
I often had to deal with things of the day and situations at hand um, more than looking to the future. I had to get my people through that day or through that week or through that year. And so there were a lot of things that, that were dealt with the immediate and things that yes. came up. I mean, we, we had some pretty amazing things that happened over the last 30 years. 9-11, you know, um, the wars in Iraq, tragedy in our own countries. Y2K. Uh, fatal shootings, Y2K, you know, school shootings, church shootings. Um the homosexual agenda, the transgender agenda, the you know the whole nonsense of all that stuff. We we've had to work through that, and I just found that trying to keep up with that was a full time task, mm-hmm. and so I, I worked hard at that. Let me ask you this: um, What would you say in these last you know thirty forty years? What's the biggest change you've seen in church and ministering and maybe pastoring? Oh well. I, I would think the biggest change is a general departing from a holy living. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, there was a day, you know, whenever I first was in the ministry, independent Baptist churches, I'm not saying nobody drank, but nobody would argue that it was right. I would say in our independent Baptist churches now, 30 40 percent of the people want to argue that it's something that's okay that it's something that somehow can be scriptural and uh you know that's that's probably the biggest change that i've seen is um people trying to make uh biblical arguments about carnal things i would agree and i think that there is, I don't know if the right word, I find that people in our churches are not disgruntled, but they, they question more, they challenge more. Um, it just seemed like when I was a kid and a teenager and young in the ministry, I just, my, if my pastor showed us from the scripture or something, we, we believed it. Yes. And, and we did it. And, and there was very little question, and that, that caused some problems in some areas. But for the better part, I believed my pastor knew God, knew mm-hmm. his book, and knew how to give it to us. And I think there's a lot of people today that question maybe all three of those things in some areas. And that's, that's frustrating as somebody who wants to, to lead and teach and expand people in the things of Christ. I would say there's been a change uh, of people today. I don't think we know the Bible the way we should today. I don't think people are really studying the Word of God with a great interest of study. And not again, not all we're generalizing, but I would say for a better part, most people do not have a great grasp of the Scriptures. Yeah. Um, I see, and maybe it's because of our community, but I see much more in our area um, and maybe it's a general thing all across the United States, but I don't know. But I see in our area, um, experience becomes the primary basis of making mm. decisions and not the Bible. You know, right. and I know we're generalizing. I, I understand that. And, and our church is full of tremendously godly, humble people. But I'm just talking about it as a generalization. I, I see... Many, many more 
believers or somebody maybe who professes to be a believer, um, you know, my experience is the most important thing. It, it's going to be right. the basis of how I make my decisions. And so generally mm-hmm. that incorporates how you feel, you know, but uh, I yeah. did this one time and well, okay, well, you know, or I saw this, I heard this, somebody did this to me. And so therefore this can never be right or this activity, mm-hmm. you know, must always be shunned because of what I went through. And, you know, it, that that's not the biblical basis. And so uh, that is a new area, you know, now that I'm, I'm trying to deal with people oftentimes is, uh, you know, in this area. So in that regard, I feel like it's new ground. I feel like I sort mm-hmm. of don't know what I'm doing. And I, you know, it makes me go back to the Word and study and, and really try the best as I can to rely upon the Holy Spirit, you know, as I, as I deal with people to be sensitive to what God may want me to say. Yeah. I will give you this as my last uh, statement. Our time's run a little bit on us. Um, I find that I struggle today with the less is more mentality of people. Um, I was raised, and you were, three to thrive. You know, you, you go to church, love to go to church, want to go to church, be involved in church. And I just find that in this period of time, more and more people are, I go Sunday morning, that's all I need. Or I go a couple times a week, that's all I need. And maybe I'll throw in a Bible study or, you know, I'll meet with a bunch of guys. I I find that is something difficult for me to deal with today, and I'm trying to wrap my head around that and how to navigate through that because I I want to be at church. I want I want to go to church. I want to worship. I want to have church. And I, I see a lot of people that and even when I go to evangelistic meetings, they're there Sunday morning, Sunday night. Man, it's half or a little less sometimes, and then it's half or less of that Monday, Tuesday, and and Wednesday might pick up a little bit, and that's that's a little discouraging. And I think, man, it's a special event, it's a special time, and uh, it's something unusual, and yet we're not motivated to come to that or move to come to that. And maybe it's me as the speaker. I don't I don't think so, but I I, I hear that from other guys as well. So um, that that's something that in these last 30, 40 years has really really been something for me to try to learn and deal with. Well, I'm very comfortable with um, dealing with people, trying to keep the church on a on a general biblical you know basis, uh, trying mm-hmm. to do activities, those kind of things. Of course that always changes too to try to you know match your people with with what you know what may happen and things. but you know now I'm I am going into an area that I feel very inadequate as far as uh, you know I don't see myself I'm, I'm I'm willing to do whatever God would want me to do but I I don't see myself pastoring you know past 65 66 67 you know 60 it's something around there and so um, this is where I feel you know, I'm going into brand new territory in trying to ask the Lord to give me wisdom on how our church can can be strong and, you know, hand the baton to somebody else, whoever the Lord has. So, you know, that's I would like mm-hmm. to have 
some time working with them and dealing with them, you know, so so then that means, okay, you know, we need to begin to start praying and, you know, so w- when you say that, people think, oh, you're leaving this summer, you know, it, but that's not right. it. The, the point is, you know, to, to that whatever the timing of the Lord would be, that we would, we would, uh, I, that I would have enough time to de- to work with somebody in that mm-hmm. capacity of training for a good amount of time before mm-hmm. they would, you know, actually take over. So that that's what I would prefer, right. but I don't know if that's what the Lord would have, you know. So, but yeah. the most important yeah. thing that I'm praying about now is, you know, who would the next pastor be in our church? So, and I want what yeah. God wants. Right, and that's and that's a difficult transition. I mean, we've had a good transition here at Bible Baptist Church. Um, to say that it's been perfect, no. Uh, to say it's been easy, no. Uh, but we've made that transition, and it's 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 a difficult process. It's hard to let go. It's hard to realize that you're not going to be the pastor. You're not going to be in charge. You're not going to make the decisions, um, and someone else does. And sometimes that's that's a difficult thing to. Uh, to uh, deal with. So yeah, I can see that for sure. Awesome. Well, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, Normally, we would take a topic and run it through all through the week, but we've got a couple topics that are kind of a little bit shorter um, time frame, I think. You just had to twist the knife. You just had to make the dig. Oh, man. Every every chance I get. Backhanded compliments all the time. (laughs) So even in the the voice inflection— Shorter. <laughs> shorter. <laughs> I said shorter, not shorty. <laughs> so on Wednesday, we are going to uh, look at keeping missions in front of the church, in front of the people. How do? How's a pastor? How do missionaries? How does the mission? committee or whatever you have in your church, how do you keep missions in front of your people, your people giving, your people supporting, your people excited about missions? We're going to look at that on Wednesday. Are you ready? Can you handle that? Amen. You're the man. You can do it. I have complete confidence in you. I just feel like everything else, so. (laughs) I'm Al Stone. I'm in St. Thomas. I'm probably going to be coated with ice here soon. I'm probably not going to be able to get home because it's going to be too slippery. It's probably going to be a huge snowfall. My life is awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait for the next day as I live here in this <laughs> this polar polar tundra of Canada. And I haven't even got it that bad. I'm Al Stone. <laughs> this is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Because I was not spoiled and went to Myrtle Beach last week, I don't have a bad opinion of where the Lord has brought me, my home, my Jerusalem, my city that I'm trying to capture for the Lord. I I try not to let carnal things get in the way of those kind of spiritual things. So um, please pray for me as I try to make an influence on my friends that maybe they would do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just want to remind you that your check-in time is uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. (laughs) (laughs) I changed the sheets. You're all good to go. (laughs) 
This is Tim Talks. We're going to be back with you on Wednesday, looking at missions, keeping it in front of your people. Join us on Wednesday. Don't miss it because this is Tim Talks, the Tim Talks, your Tim Talks. We're so glad you were part of this day. Have a great day. eh? We'll be back with you on Wednesday. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.